I'm so excited for a great episode today. I'm Jamie Baker. I'm Sarah Matthews. And I have to say, we were reflecting on last week's episode, and that was a pretty heavy episode for all of you that tuned in. So but there serious. are certain very serious. So we wanted to lighten things up this week. Um, but with that being said, you know, we do have to talk about some of these serious issues because these are the things that weigh on us as nurses. These are the things that we take home with us every day. Um, and so this week, we thought we would lighten it up. We'd have fun. We're into October. Tis the spirit of Halloween. So guess what we're going to talk about tonight, Sarah? What are we going to talk about in this spooky season? We're going to talk about ghost stories and superstitions. Ooh. I know. I'm so excited because I've got a few to share. Do you oh. have like a lineup? I don't have a full lineup, but I have lots of different, like, little... I don't have full in-depth stories, but I have lots of little things here and there that I think add up to be true hauntings. Ooh, mm. true hauntings. Well, do you want to start us off? Oh, well, sure. All right, fantastic. I, I sure can't do. wait to hear about it. Okay, All so... Right. Um, this one... So I would like to preface this by saying that I got in the spirit of this episode by going on to the no sleep reddit and just okay. taking a deep dive nice come god bless reddit come like 9 p.m tonight when i go to bed because i'm an old lady i am gonna regret having done that for sure for sure but were you up were you up late last night yes extremely oh, well in, in fairness i woke up at three in the morning so i've been up since three. Oh, that night shift life so much. I know, right? So much. Um, so hard to get so hard to get into like a regular swing of life. But that's the only way to do it. I don't I don't believe in only sleeping two hours and then trying to get up and be a person. I think that's crazy. Nope, I'm with you. Anyway. Alright, ghost story. We digress. Alright. Ten All seconds right. in. <laughs> so I was trying to think like when would I have encountered something? And then when I, I gently uh and oh so subtly breached this topic to my nursing unit and they reminded me of one that that happened so we have had we have at times patients who are waiting on our unit for transplant until an organ becomes available because they're too sick to go home okay and they will sometimes be there weeks to truly months to maybe even like a year plus like a pretty long time and i in in order so so they have that room for a very long time so it becomes known as like that person's room sure well because of that just the way that like the cookie crumbled i guess three different transplant patients ended up in the same room in order and all three of them had the exact same outcome um which which was unfortunately that they died on the table during the transplant Oh my gosh. Wow. Back to back, huh? Back to back to back. Now, of course, it was back to back in terms of like one guy was there for nine months, one guy was there for three weeks, and then the next one for, I mean, a few months, whatever it was. Yeah, but still, there was no like patient in between. But there was no patient in between. 
Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna do a deep dive and see. So I was like digging into like the um, unit history a little bit. Like, oh, there, surely there must have been someone in that room in between. No, there truly wasn't. Oh and so, gosh. of course, all the nurses are chatting away about that. And, oh, we can't put any more transplant patients in that room because that means they're going to die. On the table. On the table. Oh, my God. But would you want to be that transplant patient? I'm... No. Like, in that kind of room? Because no you're way. exactly right. Because on the one hand, that's so stupid. On the other hand, I'm, I'm not taking that chance. I don't want to be in that right. room at all. Right. Yeah, I would not I would not want to be the one in, going into that room after a uh, after that's been going on. Now, obviously, the general public doesn't know these details. No, but some people have a loud mouth. Really? Yeah, isn't that rude? Like, why would you even why would you even say that to your patient? I know. People are wildly inappropriate. I mean, that's like having somebody come in to, like, go for a surgery, and you're just like, oh, well, the last three people that had surgery from this room died. Right. Like, come on. Why would you? Oh. And the Nurses, whole pull process, it together, man. I know. The whole transplant process and the whole waiting for an organ thing is extremely stressful and confusing, and you know it's just changed the entire breakdown of, of how everyone's listed, and, like, it's been, a, it's a lot, and um, I don't know. These people suffer enough. Like, why make it worse? But you know why the answer is? Because people love a good ghost story. (laughs) Well, and superstition. I mean, that one's more along the line of, like, superstition. Unless you're claiming that there's, like, a ghost coming in and, you know, killing people on the table. Some demonic presence. Ugh, God. I know, right? It's not like you're in Salem, Massachusetts. Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) I mean, I've definitely, like, had spooky moments at night shift where um, a call light would go off. And you that, would, okay, that is the creepiest, and yeah, I don't mean you walk to cut in you and off. There's no one in the room, and you're like, but and also I I don't know if it's if same as your hospital because I currently work at like an old facility, um, but it's always like the same rooms. It's not just random rooms. It's yes, the same it's rooms the same in which rooms. the collates are going off. Yeah. So, yeah, super creepy. I know one of our floors. Um, at our hospital, I just, I get the heebie-jeebies walking on that floor, and I just, I can't even, I won't round up there um, on night shift. Now, come 6 a.m. in the morning, fine, I'll go up there, no problem, but mm-mm, no way. And now they've re- <laughs> they, they've relocated our sleep lab to that place, and I'm like, oh, boy. Mm-mm. That's even worse. Don't sign me up for a sleep no. lab test up there. You have, you're okay, sleeping, well, and you're just having a horrible nightmare that someone, some ghost is... I don't even know. What, what do the ghosts even do? Just stand there most of the time, it seems. But even still, I don't want to get out of here. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I've got a couple for you. And uh, I'm going to start with this one that I think is... This was a real story that happened to me. Um, so I was working at a freestanding ER. Um, it's a 12-bed facility. And it was built um, on the former grounds of a school. And the school had to be um, closed and torn down because of asbestos and things like that. But the school was, like, kind of known throughout the area as being haunted. Um, I don't know, by, like, a nun or a teacher or something that allegedly walked the grounds, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this whole thing was torn down and, you know, this hospital was built in, in its place. Um, but, it, you know, it was a small freestanding year. So we staffed with... Um, a doc and two nurses. And that was all the staff that was there. 
And on this particular night, I was the only female staffer. I was working with another, with a, one of my MERS friends. Of course. Um, and a male doctor. And um, so we had a patient come in to uh, to room, I think they were in room nine. And my male nurse friend uh, went in to triage that patient. And I took the next patient that came in into room 12. And so it's just to give you some perspective, these rooms were like in a straight line from each other. And they were maybe 30 feet between the two rooms, maybe, give or take. Okay. Um, and they had, you know, sliding sliding glass doors that close for privacy and you know you could black out the sound pretty decently and so we would always close the doors for privacy for the patients uh i'm closing the door for your privacy yeah. <laughs> i'm in room 12 he's in room 9 and i'm triaging this lady and everything's going fine and all of a sudden my door creeps open the glass door slides open and huh. it's my male nurse cohort and he goes. Oh, I thought the door was gonna be the, the ghost part. No, I was no, like, no. Oh, I hate no, it already. And, and he goes, no, because these are heavy glass doors. That would be really creepy. Um, and he says, "You okay in here?" And I was kind of taken aback, and I'm just like, "Yeah." He's like, "Do you need help?" And I'm thinking to myself, like, "Why are you? Why in would here? I need help with a yeah. triage? Like, I no, I got this, bud." And I mean, I mean, he's like, we're real, we're very good friends. Like he's not the type to be condescending or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he goes, you sure you're okay? And it was just so bizarre. And I'm like, yep, I'm good. And he's like, okay. And he shuts the door and I finish the triage and I come out to the nurse's station and the doctor, the doctor says, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Like, why is everybody asking me if I'm Okay. And they're like, we heard you yell help. And I'm like, what are you talking what? about? They're like, so the doctor was about 70 feet in the other direction on the other side of the facility. And he was in the trauma bay that is on the other side. And he heard a female scream help clear as day. The my male nurse friend who was in room nine, about 30 feet from where I was with the door closed, heard a female scream help clear as day. Wow. I was the only female in the building. So they were both assuming it was me. And I, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear the scream. I didn't hear the voice. I didn't hear anything. But they both heard it throughout the facility clear as day. Oh, I'm getting the heebie-jeebies talking about it. Standing right my, behind you. I have, oh my God, stuff and I have pilot <laughs> erection right now. <laughs> Total creeper, right? Never Holy did find, creepy. never Gross. did find out. But there were, Ugh. I mean, there were other things that happened in that building too with like, um, like lights going on and you, like certain rooms you would just get the heebie-jeebie feelings or you'd feel like somebody was standing right behind you. Mm -hmm. Um I don't have any interest in any of that. I Oh, God, I know. I hate it. Ugh. But I totally... Do, I mean, do you believe in ghosts? Like, do you believe that spirits exist? <sighs> so... That was a heavy sigh on that one. <laughs> I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Because um, on the one hand, to say that, like, we are the only beings in this world... The reason I've been thinking about this a lot lately is because I recently watched uh, rewatched Contact with Jodie Foster, one of my oh, okay. all-time favorite movies. Yeah, it's a great movie. 
great movie. Um, and the idea to say that like we are the only things is absurd. Sure. Absurd. Of course. Now, are because that brings into a deeper question of like, well, do you believe in different like planes of reality? Uh, I mean, okay, and that's that's fine too. But let's just keep it simple for that for You're this right. particular. I'm open. Like, I'm open to any of it. Do you but see all, dead all people? All of it scares me. Do you see <laughs> dead people? Is the bottom line. I have personally never experienced any type of ghost or paranormal. Now, now that I've said this, of course, something's going to find me. I know. But I've never experienced anything like that, and I've been to my fair share of hauntings. Um, my sister is rolling her eyes right now, wherever she oh is, because God. she thinks. Um, and I, uh, I can get behind it too, that we took a picture of a ghost on a ghost tour in New Orleans. Okay. Um, it definitely looks like there's a face in that picture. Mm-hmm. She didn't even want to have it on her phone. Scared her. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> understandably, but so I have a hard time with things that, you know, I have never personally experienced. Well, I believe for what it's worth that pe- certain people are more sensitive to experiences sure um and i've kind of always felt more sensitive to that and i've had multiple experiences throughout my life that lead me to believe that what in fact i had a um i actually has had a visitation in a dream once uh of my husband's like relative that my husband didn't even know he had but i woke up with a name a first and a last name and I knew what she looked like, and I had a message from her, and my husband contacted his mom, and sure enough, that was a relative of his that he didn't know he had that had passed away when she was, like, 13 years old. What was the so, message? Um, Is that too personal? She, no, she. it was right after I had my son, and um, so it was, uh, it was, she was singing in the dream, and... She had the most beautiful voice and I was like kind of following the voice into my son's room and she was in there and she introduced herself to me, gave me first and last name. And she just told me that she was just checking in on us and just watching over us to make sure we were okay. Oh, I know. But turns out like I had the first, well, I had the first, when I woke up, I couldn't remember the last name, but I remembered the, the last initial Mm-hmm. And that was the first name was correct, and the last initial was correct, and she was had a beautiful singing voice, and she passed away of cancer at like thirteen years old. Oh, horrible. so I know, terrible, right? But anyway, but what so a while. I mean, and to be connected because like you're not related to her, but your son right. is. Right, I know. Isn't that bizarre? So really I mean, bizarre. I so I've had multiple experiences like that through my life. So stuff like this doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. And whether it's folklore or superstition or just things that you know, go bump in the night. Um, I feel like if you're more sensitive to it, you tend to believe more. Now sure. my dad, well, my, you know, my dad thinks I'm absolutely Looney Tunes. He, he's <laughs> a, he, he makes fun of me all the time. It's hilarious. My but dad would think that you're connected to the other side. I might be connected to the other side. My dad thinks I'm a schizophrenic. So, well, <laughs> there's a fine line sometimes. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So do you want to tell another one or you want me to go? I want you to go. Okay, so I worked at this facility. So the next two actually take place at the same facility. And this, the first one is not the same facility where the other, this, 
I can't talk. I'm having a stroke today. Okay? <laughs> Call a stroke alert. Um, the next two stories both take place at the same facility together, different than the first story. So anyway, um, this is a very old hospital, um, inner city facility, and there's, I mean, tons of ghost stories that kind of circulate around the hospital. And this one was sort of a legend at the hospital. It didn't happen to me. It allegedly happened to one of the clerks that I worked with, but I can't say for sure if that clerk was just telling the story because she had heard it or if it really happened mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so there's a legend about the man in black. Um, And there's numerous stories at this hospital about the man in black and how, um, like, people, like, a nurse would go into a room and would be talking to her patient and they would be speaking to somebody that nobody else could see and they would describe the person as dressed in all black, like a man dressed in all black. With a, sorry, with a, sorry to the patient, but I'm leaving your room if you I, start saying that stuff. I know, right? But so so then you, people would talk about seeing like a man in black round on a unit or something like that. Um, well, this the one story goes that um, a clerk was, you know, sitting at the front desk doing some paperwork. So her head was down. And somebody approached the front of the desk. And so from, like, the peripheral view, you could tell the person was dressed in dark clothing. Mm -hmm. Um, And she didn't look up because the person just said, can you tell me what room so-and-so is in? And so she gave the room number, let's say, 145. And she said within seconds... Um, somebody was yelling for a code blue in room 145 and the patient passed. And all she knew was that out of her periphery, she saw a person dressed in dark colors um, and that that had just asked for that room where the code was called. So, so, and there's so many stories that circulate about the man in black. What a polite Grim Reaper. I, well, ah, but Gross. I mean, very gross, very gross, but also he doesn't want to kill the wrong person. <laughs> Making sure he has the right patient. You Better right than to, that surgeon. Listen, he is exactly right. He's following, he's following the rules and I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, Grim Reaper. Thank you, Grim Reaper. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So same facility. Um, so my husband actually used to work at this facility and he used to do um, maintenance for the place. And so he would always be like, back in like the tunnels and things like that and there's this really oh, that's really my dream being in the tunnels yeah that's whenever creepy. i have an opportunity i always go sneaking i mean i'm all about like secret passageways and stuff but yeah. the tunnels are creepy have you ever been in a facility that had not creepy tunnels no i mean that's a murder mystery waiting to happen that's exactly right all sorts of nefarious nonsense goes down in those tunnels yes lots of it um, okay, so anyway, so he there's this like really long, narrow hallway, and mm. there there's many, many like windows that look to the ground level outside of this tunnel. And so my husband was at one end of the tunnel, and he was just kind of like looking out the window because you know it was like a relatively nice day, and he was looking out the window, and he could see it in the window like that somebody was coming down the hall in his direction. 
Um, and he could hear footsteps and he could see the, like the person getting closer and closer. It was, you know, innocent, whatever. Um, and then he turned around to see who it was and there was nobody there. And he turned back and the reflection was still coming at him. Ah, I know. True story. Oh, I hate right? it. I hate it. This is supposed to be a fun episode. You hate I know. everything it's about scary. it. That's <laughs> really scary. I mean, what what do you do? What I mean, what do you do? That's exactly right. I mean, I he yell just at walked the people off. in the movies. Yeah, of course. You yell at the people in the movies. I'm like, what, what are you doing? Oh my god. I don't think you, I don't I don't know. That's just creepy. I don't know. It is creepy. So tunnels are always creepy. They really creep me out. Ugh. I know. All right. So that's, those are my big, those are my big ghost stories. Um, I mean, they're good ones. I support, I like them. I, know, I like them and I hate them at the same time. Yeah. You said you hated all of them. <laughs> and I stand by what I said. <laughs> um, so I actually, I was thinking about this and I had a moment with a patient that I actually never told anyone. Ooh, I can't um, wait to hear. So now instead of, Having told my coworkers, I'm gonna tell everyone who listens to this podcast too. That's awesome. Don't tell your coworkers. Make them listen to the podcast. I will. They don't get okay. to find out, and they're not gonna know who I'm talking about specifically. So, <laughs> so we had a patient who passed away. Um, she was comfort care. It was expected, and she you know passed away peacefully, as peacefully as you could expect in that kind of situation. Definitely, she was a younger woman, and her husband was at her bedside. And they were, they were sweet and kind and it was, it was sad, you know, it's just, I think she would had a long battle and was kind of at rest and it was that kind of bittersweet moment of like, well, she's not suffering anymore. You know, it wasn't like it was some big dramatic code or something really, something really like intense. It was just mm-hmm. sort of a normal, what you would expect to be a normal death. Sure. Now to, to pause the story for a moment and to bring in a bit of a personal anecdote, my Father, who believes in a wide variety of different spiritual things, one of the things that uh, we've talked about is that it takes a few days, I guess, for the soul to pass on to wherever the soul is going to go. So when my grandmother died, he said, listen, when you get over to wherever you're going, do me a favor, swing by the house, knock something off the wall so that I know that you're okay. Okay. about three days after my grandmother died a huge painting in our house that has never fallen came crashing to the floor. Stop it. So, and he was, and he literally came out. I I screamed and went running into the room like, what is going on? And I saw him standing there and he just looked up and he said, thank you, mom. Oh my God. That's so funny. See, I totally believe into that. Me and your dad (laughs) need to go hang out. And then me and your dad can go hang out. (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) We can make fun of you and you can make fun of us and it'll be perfect. So a few days after, it was like a long stretch of work for me. A few days, I didn't didn't even have the patient in that room, but I remember that that happened because my coworker, of course, was, you know, we we helped um, bag up the body and and did all that. Mm -hmm. Um, So a few days later, I had a liver patient in that room and they are, of course, are when they have, you know, the ammonia buildup and things like that, they can be quite difficult mm-hmm. um, quite confused mm-hmm. and I was in the process of getting her moved to a room closer to the nurse's station because this was kind of far away 
and she was you know talking 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 about nothing they perseverate they really like can't let go of different thoughts one of which is usually i need to stand up and you're like no you don't you're going to fall please don't stand up and like you go round and round and round with them a thousand times about the same stuff and looking around confusedly and and not really knowing where it was going on i was trying to reorient her and she looks up at me and we make eye contact and all of a sudden i swear to god her face cleared and she said the woman who was in here feels better now what and at first i was like i don't know what you are talking about like let's just get you to the next room relax so we get our transfer wherever things are finally settling down i hear my coworker uh, mention oh yeah the lady that died in 140 or in 440 and it triggered my memory of like oh that is that's that's the woman that was in here oh my gosh so this lady who's like encephalopathic just her face clears and she's like the lady who was here is better now Mm-hmm. holy smokes and it was unprompted i mean unless someone said something or she overheard something but like it, she was not making any sense before yeah it was wow. wild crazy oh my gosh I love stories like that. (laughs) Do you think that now, of course, I'm saying this to you, who has already said that you like fully believe all of it. And that's great. Mm -hmm. So because I was thinking, too, about what myths we have in like using the Q word. And, you know, if you say the word quiet, it's going to summon things. And hey, that's on my list. Ah, okay. we can we can. No, no, no. We can move right into that. Well, my question, I guess, and maybe we can answer this at the end or maybe we can just talk about it. Um, is it have to do with that sometimes there's a lot of stuff out of our control and it makes us better to put, to assign something to it? I mean, I don't know. To define the chaos? I don't know because I will tell you, so I totally believe in ghosts, 100%. Totally don't believe in the superstition of Friday the 13th. Full moon, quiet, boring, slow. I don't buy into any of it. And in fact, to a point, I really piss people off because I'll go onto units and I'll be like, wow, it's, you guys look bored. <laughs> you do that purpose? Oh my God, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then they're like, That's so funny. Because people go bonkers about it. I know, people it. do go bonkers. And okay, I don't like, believe in any of that except for the full moon. I'm sorry. I've worked so, I mean, you too. We've worked so many night shifts. Mm-hmm. It, it's worse on the full moon, man. It just is. Yeah, but I feel like um, I have worked enough Friday, or excuse me, full moons where there have definitely been occurrences where we have a full moon night and it's just batshit crazy. Um, and so it's really easy to say, Oh, it's the full moon. But I've also mm-hmm. worked plenty of nights where it's batshit crazy and there's not a full moon. And I've I mean, also that's true. And I've also worked nights where it's a full moon and you've had an okay night. Like, for example, I worked this past full moon on Friday Ooh. the 13th. Yeah. I know. And you know everybody was gearing up for this, right? Mm-hmm. But the reality was, actually, that was probably the best night of the whole week. And then, <laughs> like, Saturday and Sunday just went to shit. Um... So, I mean, yes, you still had, like, not quite a full moon, but it was almost there. But so for me, it's just like, 
Like, yes, I do think things happen on the full moon, but I've also worked plenty of full moons where yeah, it's been it's fine. Just life. Yeah. So I, you know, I, uh, I don't really mm, no. Mm-mm. So my hospital, it has thirteen floors. Okay. And the numbers go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen. 14. Yep. Now this hospital was built many, many, many moons ago. Okay, so. We can maybe say that they played into superstition a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Well, they're building a new pavilion, like a new hospital, and it's going to have more than 13 floors, and they're not going to have a 13th floor. So what's, this, what's the deal with that? I don't know. That in 2019, a group of grown adults said, yeah, but we can't have a 13th floor. We're going to have... It's still the 13th floor. You didn't build... A right. 13th floor that's blank, and then you put the 14th floor on top of it. You just named it something different. Right. But they're, I think they're afraid that patients are just going to assume that bad, scary, unlucky things happen on the 13th floor. Okay. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's okay, bonkers. But, but wait a minute. I mean, I've also worked in buildings that don't call the 13th floor the 13th floor. So this is not unique it's not unique to hospitals. It's not unique to right. modern day building. So what, I mean, I really, I genuinely, I have not researched the no, issue with 13, but like, what's the big deal? Like is there's it a, places. Is it a witchy thing? I don't know. There's places that like, they won't have a room 13 either. Yes. Yeah. Hotels often won't. It's so bizarre. It's really bizarre. I didn't do any research about the number 13, to be honest. But Well, let's be honest. We don't research our podcast at all. No, sure don't. <laughs> this is by the sweet seat of our pants, everyone. <laughs> Welcome. Um, Welcome. Welcome to our pants seats. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can research more about that and come back to it. We'll put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. You know what? many pins. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to actually create a pin board, and I'm just going to start pinning shit up. Like and then that. one day in the middle of an episode, I'm going to be like, you know what, Sarah, let me grab a pin. Let me go find and my Pinterest board that I made for this. <laughs> That's not how this works. It's not how <laughs> any of this works. Oh, sorry. I accidentally pinned a bunch of fall wedding ideas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's too funny. To bring it back to the whole superstition of quiet, boring, slow, full moon, Friday the 13th, whatever. Um yeah, I think it's really funny because there are definitely times when, um, like, I'll be joking around with people and I'll be joking about the whole quiet thing, like, giving them a hard time and they're like, oh, we hate you, blah, blah, blah. And then literally stuff will happen and then I kind of feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, right. And you know that they're thinking that stupid bitch came and ruined our night. I know. That's 100% what they're thinking. And uh, <laughs> part of me loves it because it's kind of totally. funny. Also, the um, power in that. Ooh. Well, I know. If I had that kind of power, come on. Like, I, I, I'd I, be making more money than I make right now. <laughs> <laughs> so one night, um, we, um, my charge nurse was, who was a good friend of mine, was trying to, she was just in a spooky kind of mood, I guess. I think it was coming up to be around Halloween, and mm-hmm. she was reading all sorts of ghost stories and stuff online, so we decided to scare her. Nice. And it started off as kind of jokey stuff, so, like, we put a sheet on a Dynamap and nice. turned it on so it was just, like, quietly beeping to itself and, like, pushed it down the hallway so it would go in front of the charge desk, but then when she would go out to look, like, no one would be there. That's awesome. 
and like come up behind her so you could like see the reflection in the mirror and you know like do all sorts of things or whatever and um none of it really got her of course because it was meant to be silly until me and my co-worker started this is this is not our finest moment i'm just gonna say that right now um <laughs> i'm already shout- intrigued <laughs> shouting it from the break or from the um yeah the break room i guess is what we would call it and then quickly dipping out before she could get get in there to see us but we'd be we'd call nurse help nurse no, oh my god and then, <laughs> then sneak out of the room and so she'd come and check and be like what is that where is it coming from i mean it went on all night long and it was not nice because obviously she thought there was a patient in danger but we were like sure. i mean that's that's the ghost of old betty haven't you heard that story oh my god love it we still talk about old betty sometimes well we had one night um similarly uh, it was probably around the Halloween time and we were pulling pranks and we, <laughs> we had a, oh my God, we had a patient die. Mm-hmm. That's not the funny part. <laughs> just, to, just to be clear. Just to be clear. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we had somebody like we would, okay, you know, you'd put them in the body bag you do all the toe tags and everything. And then you would cover the stretcher with a big sheet, right? Mm-hmm, so right. that, which is stupid, because when you're pushing it down the hall, if somebody sees it, like, they it know... Obviously, it's a body. Like, right. no one would be there with a sheet on top of their head. Right, clearly. Except every patient I've ever tried to interview who doesn't want to talk to me. Oh. Who, who sits in there like a child with a blanket over their with head. With a blanket over their head. I know, <laughs> and you're like, right? can you come out from under there so I can assess you, please? You're so annoying. Right. Oh, my God. I hate patients. I know. Me too. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are we nurses? I don't know. Somebody got into a stretcher, and we put a sheet <laughs> over it, and, and we told the charge that that was the dead body. <laughs> That's so and funny. And so security comes up to escort the dead body. And we put, like, the piece of paper on the top to, like, make it look legit. And <laughs> and they start rolling away. And, of course, the person stood straight up, freaked the living crap out of the charge nurse. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That was the most, that was the most priceless thing in the world. And I'm so glad that we did that before the world of open visiting hours because Absolutely. we would have we never gotten away with something like that. But, oh, my God. Oh, that my was, God. That's so funny. It was just one of the best days. My, oh, um, we used to do, we used to have stretcher races okay. before there were open visiting hours. Man, open visiting hours ruined everything. Ruined all of our fun. No kidding. You can have cake out in the open like you used to. Get out of we here. St- we still have cake in the open. We don't care. <laughs> Administrators aren't there, let's be honest. That's true. I know. Working so, day shift has cramped my style in a big way. Yeah, I imagine it has. So why night shift is the best. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's so funny. Like, we shouldn't probably be giving props out to other people, but have you seen the Nurse Blake night shifter? Is it the one where it's like the one who's always cold? Oh no! I mean, he just he just talks about all the night shift stuff and just everything that every night shifter ever says. That ever like, says, yeah, like I'm never going it's to like day you have shift. To have three days off to have one day off. We don't have administrators here on nights. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I have seen that. Yeah, oh my come gosh, to so the dark funny. side. I know we're a really fun crew. Yeah, well, that's but true. He's, a, he's 100% us. right. <laughs> he is 100% right. So shout out to Nurse Blake, whatever. All right. Well, anyway, I think uh, that kind of is we're wrapping up 
we're getting close to the end of our time here. So do you have any final thoughts, ghost superstitions? Um, I feel like even though intellectually I don't believe, I kind of want to believe. Well, the world's a much... Away. The world, the is, world a much is a big, cre- scary, interesting place. Well, it's much creepier if you believe. I know. That's the fear. And I'm easily spooked. So maybe that's why I have to just tell myself it's not real. Try and logic myself out of feeling scared. But um, I want to hear other people's stories. I would love to hear other people's stories. So if you guys have stories, please email us at nursecoffeetalk at gmail.com or drop us a line on the website. Drop us a line on Insta. Uh, at Nurse Coffee Talk. Um, we definitely want to hear all of your hilarious stories. And we don't care if it's after Halloween. We'll do this shit at Christmas. That's cool. Um, Ooh, yeah. I want a spooky <laughs> Christmas episode. Spooky Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Sarah, just for the record, if I die before you, I will haunt you. Thank you. You're welcome. Just to let you know that it's real. Is that the right response? I mean, at least <laughs> I would know it was you. I would let you know it was me. I'd haunt I you in like a nice way. you'd be a benevolent way. ghost. Yeah. I would definitely. But, I mean, I'd have to get your attention somehow. Well, that might be knock creepy. knock a off my house. Well, that would creep you out. Well, I don't know. You have to. But you, you're right, though. How else am I going to know that you're there unless you do something? Yeah, I'm going to have to do something dramatic. <laughs> I think that I would definitely go and intentionally haunt certain people. Just to like, be. Wait, in a bad a way or a good way? To be a brat. Maybe, bo- okay. maybe both. Maybe a mix. That's funny. Some people deserve it. Well, some people do deserve it. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. On that note, everybody, you guys have a fantastic rest of October. And we'll hope you tune in with us next week. Um, What are we talking about next week? Oh, tis the season. Mandatory flu vaccinations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Settling in. All right. Yeah. So, um... So tune in with us next week for mandatory flu vaccinations. Make sure you catch up on all your favorite Nurse Coffee Talk episodes. Like us, share us, recommend us, subscribe to us, anything that you can do to help support us. We always appreciate that. We are so grateful to have you listening, and we can't wait to talk to you again next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.